Hey, podcast listeners, it's Ryan Frank. Super, super thankful that you're tuning into the podcast every day. Thanks so much. want to remind you, Global Kidmen Day is right around the corner. It's happening August the 8th. Although with COVID and this pandemic, um, if you choose it, it's better for us to do Global Kidmen Day uh, in September or October. We have a lot of churches that are doing that. These are weird days for sure. But my point is you need to get signed up for Global Kidmen Day right now. You can train your entire children's ministry team for $95. This is three hours of conference quality training for your children's ministry volunteers. The time to sign up is now while you still have time. Uh, go to globalkidmenday.com. Globalkidmenday.com. Thanks, community. Hello, and welcome to the Ryan Frank Podcast, helping you think, work, and create like never before. Hey guys, welcome to the Daily Coffee Chat. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited. If you are tuning in and you are watching, no, Ryan Frank has not transformed into a beautiful African-American woman. No, it's Esther Moreno. <laughs> and I am here and I am the guest host today. So I am super excited to be here. You guys are in for a treat. We have some amazing guests. Ryan called me up. He said, Esther, I need you to do me a favor. I need for you to host the daily coffee chat. Are you game? And I said, yes. Then he said, do you want me to find a guest? I said, no, because I know some powerhouses that I have brought on here today. So we're going to have a great conversation, guys. But if you're watching and you see a globe right here, oh my goodness, what is this globe doing here? You guys, it is almost time for Global Kid Men Day. I want to talk about it really quick, just briefly because I don't want to forget to talk about this. I don't want you to miss this. Global Kidman Day, an amazing training. Powerhouse is coming to speak and equip your children's ministry team. I implore you, do not miss this. Be a part of this. It's constantly being advertised. There is no way that you can miss this. So I'm telling you, come you will not be sorry this is a season where we have to come back together where teams need to come back together stronger than ever start that by bringing them together for global kid men day you're not going to want to miss that so i want to say that i'll harass you about that more but it's for people all over the globe we have gone global you guys so come on sign up register do everything that you can to be a part of this. Move your schedule around to be a part of this, okay? You guys, we are gonna go ahead and get started because I wanna bring in our first guest who is amazing. You guys know him as the children's ministry veteran for me veteran of all time. I love Dale Hudson is with us today, but I know Dale as my friend. Dale is my buddy. So I'm so excited to have him here today to share with us um, as they're bringing Dale in. Dale, there you are. You magically appeared. <laughs> Dale, I'm so pumped that you are here. Do you understand this? Yeah, I know you, you must drink a lot of coffee. You're always pumped up, aren't I you? I do. Did you bring your coffee for the daily coffee chat? 
Liquid Jumpstart. I love it. I love it. Yes, 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 yes. You guys, so Dale and I met, we met in the Bahamas, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness. And he was the most laid back, coolest guy. You, <laughs> you see, you could ever meet. So incredibly awesome. Connected right away. So I'm just super excited. I've been following Dale since the beginning of time in children's ministry. He has been equipping and training leaders all over the, we're talking about Global Kidman Day all over the world and has just been so amazing. So Dale, thank you for all you do in the world of children's ministry. The stuff that you are continuing to do. I have to tell you guys what I love about Dale. Dale is so real. If you are not subscribed and you'll get information on how to subscribe, uh, to his stuff. Let me tell you, I love the emails that I get, the blog posts that come in. He is not shy. He is not scared to touch on the real issues that we need to talk about in children's ministry. And I love it, love it, love it. Sometimes I read it, Dale. I'm like, ooh, what's somebody going to say about this one? <laughs> but I love it. Dale, how, how are you? Tell us how you're doing in this season like be transparent what is going on with you in this season yeah you know i was a children's pastor at local churches for 28 years and then three years ago god said it's time to minister to the big c church and so well that was hard to leave that because all my uh, staff and family for family is that a new word uh, family <laughs> and friends and jumped out to doing full-time coaching uh speaking writing uh, consulting in the big world of kids ministry. So it's been a blast. I had a lot of appointments for this spring and through June, and those all got canceled. They've either been moved to the fall or to next year. So we're busy writing. We're finishing up another book uh, during this downtime from speaking. And so hopefully that'll be out probably by the end of next month. Oh my goodness. Wow. That is so awesome. So you've been, so you, it's, things have slowed down, but things have picked back up, right? In this season, yeah. yeah. Isn't it been crazy? This has been crazy. Who the thought it, right? Yeah, like a rug. I describe it as a rug ripped from under all of us. No, and I like. think it'd be really funny to see that happen to me. But listen, Dale, I want to talk to you because I think that you are such a dynamic leader. When Ryan asked me, hey, can you do the coffee chat? I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to get Dale on here because leadership has never been more important in this season. Those yeah. who, who do not possess the ability to lead well, they are losing in this season and children's ministry departments are suffering. So really quickly, Dale, can you tell us when it comes to leadership, how important is it? Well, I mean, just like any other area, everything rises and falls on leadership. It's interesting. I tell people that I, I believe that the children's pastor director, they lead more people in the church than any other role. Think about it. Maybe maybe besides a senior pastor, you you lead babies, you lead elementary, you lead preteen, you lead adult volunteers, you lead um, grandparents, parents, students. Really, you minister and lead a ton of people across the church. So I think it's one of the areas you've got to have good leadership. Absolutely. Super important. Everything rises and falls on the leader. Yep. Did you guys hear that? Leadership is so crucial. It's so critical. If you are a leader, be reminded of that today. If you listen, this season has, has taken a lot of us aback, you guys, but yeah. God has still called for us to be leaders. Okay. We got, we got to get up when life throws us lemons, right, Dale? <laughs> 
did they did it sometimes it throws us lemons life throws us lemons and it hits us like right in the head and we gotta take that advil and keep moving right <laughs> that's right that's right for sure awesome. so Dale, tell us okay everything's important things rise and fall on the leader how can a person become a better leader yeah i think the great model of that is obviously jesus and I was thinking about this one day. If you look at the disciples, you know, they were always saying, I'm going to be the leader. I want to sit on the right hand of Jesus. But really, that's all they'd ever had modeled before them. Think about they were under the rule of the Romans who just came in and just took over and just killed people at random and sort of a strong, you're going to do this because I'm a soldier. And then you also had the Pharisees and the Sadducees who didn't get among the people. They were sort of hoffed, um, lifted up and didn't want to associate with the common people. And so that's really all the disciples knew. So no wonder they were arguing about who was going to be in first. That's what they'd seen modeled. But here comes Jesus, and he says, the Lord, people, in the, people that you've been under lord their leadership over people, and I'm going to tell you about a new kind of leadership, a servant leader who leads not with a title. And by the way, people don't follow you just because of your title. That you, you'll learn that really quickly. Yeah. But they follow you because you're a servant. And so the story, you know, they they go to the last they go to the last supper there, and they show up at the upper room. And there's usually in those days every resident had a servant that would wash people's feet when they came in the house. Well, they showed up there, and there was no servant there to wash the feet. So I'm sure the disciples start looking around at each other. I'm not going to do this. It's too good for me. And what happened? Jesus got on his got down and he washed their feet and he's he told them that to be great you've got to first be a servant and so i think jesus modeled that i mean his whole life jesus whole life could be summed up with two words it says the son of man came to to um serve and to give he came yeah. to serve and to give and so i think as a leader if you want to get better serve better and um, have a humble spirit be willing to get down and, and so to speak wash people's feet because people will follow that mm -hmm. So we got to be like Jesus, right? Yeah. The ultimate mom, for sure. There you guys have it. Dale is giving you the secret formula that is so real. It's taking us back to the basics. If you want to be a great leader, be like Jesus. Oh my goodness. Put our eyes. This is such an incredible season where we just have to really move our focus, right? Back on Christ yeah. to help us in our leadership. I have a... Uh veteran children's leader that I really look up to a lot. I call him, uh, I'll just go ahead and tell you, it's Jim Weidman. <laughs> I call Jim the godfather of, of children's ministry because he's been around forever and does such an amazing job. But I was at a conference speaking and Jim showed up with some of his volunteer team. He had just moved to the... I think he's, I think that... His church. And during the break, I said, Jim, what are you doing here, man? You ought to be up teaching Good. And his response to me was, they don't care about my past victories, my past successes. They want to see me lead as a humble servant leader. So I'm here to show them that I'm going to be a humble servant leader. And I thought that was so good. No matter how long you've been in kids ministry, no matter how much of a veteran you are, you got to keep a spirit of learning and a humble spirit that's teachable. Oh, my goodness. I love that. And we love Jim. Jim has done a daily coffee chat. I got an amazing opportunity to do a webinar with his daughter. Nancy. Yeah, sweetheart. Powerhouse family, right? And had no clue, right, that they were related. <laughs> so no, no clue they were related for years, found out they were related. Super awesome because they're both powerhouses in their own right. So I love it. I love it. I love it. Dale. So I have one more question for you. Okay, so how do you know 
because this is a hard one, right? We all want to think of ourselves as these amazing leaders, especially when we've been given the title, right? How do you know, though, when you don't have it as a leader? Uh, you know, I think, again, it goes back to pride. Are you approachable? If you're not approachable, if you're not teachable, you got to stay teachable so that you can be used by God. You, you become unteachable, God's not going to use you. So just keeping that humble spirit before the Lord and being humble and, um, and when you mess up, admit it, right? Admit it. The one, the last church that I was at, um, the, the, the founder of the church had started this church in his living room. And, you know, now it's up 20, 28,000 people a weekend coming to the church. And so, uh, I found out that one of the people in the church came into his office and just for for 30 minutes said, you didn't do this right. You didn't do that right. You did this wrong. And I'm thinking, I think in my response would be, look, I've led this church for 30 years. We, we have 28,000 people coming on the weekends. Well, how dare you come here? But you know, he didn't do that. He said, you know, thank you so much for this input and this insight. I'm going to take it and look at it. And I thought, man, what another great example of somebody that's done, wow. been used by God in an incredible way. And the reason is he stayed teachable and open to other people's insight in his life. So I, I think, again, just staying usable will help you stay in teachable will help you remain usable by God. Wow, that is so good, Dale. So, I mean, being a leader is really tough in this season with COVID-19 and everything that's been happening. I can't imagine how difficult it is for leaders in multi-site churches, right? Yeah. Having to lead all of that and just the different dynamics that go into that. Dale, you are getting ready to do an awesome webinar this month with yeah. that topic in mind. So can you talk to us a little bit about, about that, what that's going to look like, who should be there, and who should be registering for this event? Yeah, I'm going to be uh, hosting the webinar. It's going to be uh, Kim Bato. She's up at a church called Crossroads Church in the Cincinnati area. I think she leads 11 campuses, an amazing leader. And then uh, Justin Edge is the central guy for Life Kids, you know, tied to Life Church, Greg Yourselves Church. They have 35 campuses. And so we're going to take a couple hours and we're going to share about how do you lead a multi-site ministry? How do you recruit teams for multi-site ministry? How do you keep your multi-site ministry aligned and go in the same direction? So yeah, it's uh, July 22nd. Um, it's only $19 and you get, when you register, <laughs> you get my book, Lead While in Children's Ministry. This is a 300 page book that I, I wrote just on things I've learned over the years. Wow. So that that's part of the registration An e-copy of it. I can't go broke. <laughs> so they're welcome to join us. Yeah, July 22nd. You can go to my website to, to register, buildingchildrensministry.com. Oh, wow. So so basically, it's practically free. Yeah. The value that you get with a 300-page book on how to lead well and be a good leader. It's, it, that just sounds just invaluable, the information that people are going to get on that webinar. Oh my goodness, Dale, thank you so much for coming on and hanging out with us today. You are so amazing. Thank you for being the incredible leader that you are and for teaching so many to lead well, you guys. Hey, how can we get that book? If, if someone's not doing a multi-site ministry, they're not there, but they see that book and they're like, oh my gosh, I gotta get that book. How can I get it? It's on Amazon or my website, buildingchildrensministry.com. Just to warn you, the first 60 pages are about leading yourself well. Some hard conversations in there. So 
Uh, I think the first chapter is, is, you know, worth the price of the bug just to learn how to lead yourself well, right? That's, that's our biggest leadership challenge is us. The person we look at in the mirror. So how do you lead yourself well? What is the best way to get it? Should we get it? Should we go straight to your site or do you prefer your site or Amazon? It doesn't matter. Either way is fine. Okay. Either way is good. All right. All right, Dale. Thanks for hanging out with us at the Daily yes, Coffee Chat. Go heat up your coffee. All right. Appreciate you. <laughs> See ya. Thank you. Bye. Hey guys, who does not love Dale Hudson? Super excited that he came to hang out with us today during the Daily Coffee Chat. But guys, the fun is not over. We have another amazing guest who is from here somewhere on the globe because it's almost time for Global Kidman Day. So I'm gonna harass you guys about that. Listen, training is so important. I did a post today about reigniting your passion in children's ministry. We've got to reignite the passion for children's ministry and those that we we lead. We're talking about leading well, okay? So we have got to ignite that passion. Bring them to a training. Do, do a virtual training together. After it's over, talk about the insights that you've gotten. Use that as a way to ignite that fire in your team this season. It will help you, I promise, I promise. And if it doesn't, you can contact Ryan Frank. At, just kidding, guys. I know it's going to help you. Hey, time for our next guest. Sabrina Williams is here. And I'm so excited. She's so awesome, you guys. Can you tell we're friends? <laughs> I, Sabrina, I'm so excited that you are here. If you don't know Sabrina Williams, she is a powerhouse for God, also veteran children's ministry leader, and does so much more beyond that. Oh my goodness, Sabrina, thank you for joining us today and hanging out with us. Girl, anything with coffee and Jesus, I am here. I love I you. You have coffee. You have coffee with Christ, right? Yep, I do. If I you do. follow Sabrina, she has her own coffee with Christ. I love it. She will throw. She will throw any issue out there. She <laughs> tell you about this girl who had the wrong hairstyle. Okay, and I'm gonna incorporate Christ in that. Okay. <laughs> So don't miss it if you just want a fun life, you guys. <laughs> I'm so glad that you are here today. I want to talk. We've been talking about leading well. We've been talking about how crazy, how has the season been for you? You are in the Chicagoland area, right? Yes, in the Chicagoland area. And it's been really crazy for me because, you know, I've been in children's ministry for 20 years, but the last two years, my um, pastor asked me to be the e-pastor, was the online pastor. And I'm like, no, I deal with kids. So that's a whole nother chat. But now all we have is online. Mm -hmm. So I am extremely busy just making sure that we have content out there and training those who took a long time to realize that online was important catching them up so i've been working a, at least 100 hours but it's been fun all for jesus i've seen that that it seems like and it's so sad like the churches that are losing are yeah. the ones who had no connection to digital technology no nothing i mean it is it's it's difficult right i mean who yeah, knew? like what hey 
hello, I got a sermon today. And it's like, no, that's not how you do it. Yeah, so it's so crazy. So, oh my goodness. So I just love it. I was going to go there with you about the e-pastor, about what the e-pastor does. And it's like the online pastor, like you kind of facilitate and control all of those things. But Sabrina, I know that you are still a veteran in children's ministry. So I have a question for you this morning, okay? How important is pastoral support in children's ministry? Oh, it's extremely important. It is the difference between making your leader concentrate on always explaining what and why versus mm. seeking God on how, mm. right? I, I'm always asking you, or you're always asking me as the leader, well, what do you need another room for, for the special need kids? Well, mm -hmm. Why do you need $500 for VBS instead of me just seeking God on how to minister to the children? Mm -hmm. And so when you have the support of the senior leader, then you don't always have to explain why you're doing what you're doing. You don't always have to explain the importance to volunteers, why they need to be there now. Brian, uh, Dale will always tell you how to get volunteers. He's amazing at that. So mm -hmm. you will always need to recruit, but it's, it takes that out of it for you it takes that mix out of you for because they know that it's important to the house it's important to the senior leadership is knitting the ministry together instead of having two separate pieces of the cloth and so it's really important to have the senior leader support while you're doing what you're doing so it's so important to be invited to the table yes. when it comes to leadership so i'm gonna throw a curveball at you <laughs> mr sabrina <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is, right? You gotta be invited you yeah. know, to the table when it comes to leadership because it's so it's so much more. How yeah. what are some things that help us to be invited in your experience that authentically helps someone someone who's watching and listening, like man, I'm I'm there's a little division between me and the leadership. How can they be invited to the table? What turns leaders off? Because you've turned you've served in both roles. What turns leaders off? And inviting you to the table and not wanting to kick you out of there. <laughs> um, well, I'm a little bold. I knock on the door and say, can I come in? Um, because I need to explain to you if you don't understand it, why. But I also need to listen, right? You can't go full force and change a leader's mindset about, no, you just don't understand. You have to, you know, slowly introduce what the benefits are for having a uh, children's ministry that is successful because yeah. it's the difference between a one generational, two generational church and a generational church. And yeah. so if you can get them to see that you're streaming up the pipeline for the next people so that your vision, even when you're gone, will still continue because you poured into some children and they will remember and come back and serve and even enhance and do more. And yeah. also being willing to go a little bit more than just children's ministry folks. Mm -hmm. You know, you need me to come serve in the food pantry with you. Sure, I come serve with you in food. I know we're busy. I know we got all these different events, but let them see your creativity. Oh, that's so good. How that creativity can enhance the full ministry and knowing that you're not just ministry focused, but you're ministry focused. Yes. Yeah. Right. I, love, I love that. Oh my goodness. I could not agree with you more, Sabrina. See, Sabrina be ready for the curveballs, okay? Because I'm trying to get you a little ready, but you know, every so often on the date, that is what the dating coffee chat will bring you, curveballs, you guys. <laughs> okay, Sabrina, I have another question for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. 
I'm gonna be real. Let's open up. Okay, so there you are a part of a predominantly African American church, right? Right. And we're talking about EPAT, you're the online pastor. So let's go for, for pastors and children's ministry leaders who are watching virtual and children's ministry. How important is quality? Ooh, don't get mad, y'all. How important is quality? Are you putting out the quality? We asking Sabrina today, how important? Because you're right, everything went virtual, right? Right. So does the quality drop? How important is quality when it comes to that? Well, quality is important whether you're an adult or a child mm -hmm. because um, it, it's the spirit of excellence. It's demonstrating really what people can expect if they did come into your worship. So if I come on there and you not even in HD, like you tell them you're a modern ministry, like you don't even have HD. I'm not talking about a clear screen. I'm talking about HD, you know, or you don't have correct sound. I can't hear you. You know, you got this uh, buffering and it's not my internet going on. Mm -hmm. Then it's uh, really bad. But, but with children's ministry, I say it heightens because that's all they know. Mm -hmm. Like they will tell you, oh, you could have did that better on your phone. You paid all that money for a camera and they, I could have did that for you. Like mm -hmm. they can come up there and type it up for you. And, and, and I like to say that people don't realize that the click and stroll ministry is real. Mm -hmm. I will click and stroll off your page real quick. Click and scroll ministry. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> because I have too many options. There are too many other ministries that have it together. And so don't get comfortable with the fact that because I'm your member, that I'm going to watch you, that I'm coming to your worship service. You can't take my membership for granted. And so just as you're trying to instill in me different aspects about the kingdom, then I want you to display different spirits of excellence in wanting me to be involved in the quality that you have. And so well, you had to have quality service. It's just, it's imperative. You got to have it. Um, so Sabrina, have you seen, it's been brutal, you guys out there. <laughs> it, it, I mean, come on, you guys, you guys are awesome, but we're all about being transparent in children's ministry at yes. the daily coffee chat. Okay? <laughs> yes. I mean, these kids, do you know the competition out there? Yeah. They're, they're are watching Nickelodeon and Disney and then all of a sudden we are forced to switch our methods and our model over how important is quality it's Sabrina's telling you guys it is so important so I love it I love it Sabrina I have seen um some ugly efforts <laughs> and, and it's not even necessary because you have a young person out there that will take over your media ministry. You got a young person out there that will just do it in 10 minutes for you. And so YouTube is real, right? You can learn whatever you want on YouTube. They have so many different avenues. Um, CHOP, Church Online Platform, has a great for free 99 platform that you can use. So, I mean, you don't have to just have, and there's nothing with your phone. There's YouTubers out here 
that's making money and, and quality service on their phone and editing and everything. But if you don't have those skills, then I, you have to be able to train yourself. You have to be teachable, just like Dale said. Mm -hmm. Take the time to invest and teach. Or if you don't want to learn it, invest in someone else learning it for you. And, and, and don't try to use a 1980s mentality on a 2020 vision. Right. Don't try to do it the way you did in 1980, but tell the person who has wisdom how to do it. Like let them do it. Trust them to do it. Give them the guidelines that you want to see for the vision and let them use their skills and technology to bring it forth to life. Well, I love it. I love it. You guys heard it here. <laughs> Go get some help. <laughs> It's out there. <laughs> and learn your equipment, right? The first challenge that I had as the e-pastor, I, I had to tell my congregation because we have a, a older generation of congregation. I said, y'all are spending too much fun money on this phone to just be making a phone call. Mm -hmm. Like learn your equipment. You're paying $800, $700 over this plan. Learn the features on here. And so in our ministry, I convinced my um, pastor to open up a kingdom tech center when we were open. So literally they could come in there, ask questions about their phone, learning how to do stuff on a computer. It was just me helping and bringing them in so that they wouldn't disconnect from the online. So having that part really helped us when we went online. So Sabrina, for people who are listening, who are like, that sounds nice, but we can't do that at our church. <laughs> and they're completely intimidated mm -hmm. by you know everything that's happened in this season, now they're forced to switch their methods over. So when it, it, it comes to switching over to the virtual platform, does it always cost more money to do virtual ministry? If not, can you kind of explain to people who are listening what they can do, proactive steps on things to make it happen, uh, whether you, regardless of what your budget is? Yeah, and I and um, some of the avenues that I was talking about was YouTube. YouTube is really great. You can stream to YouTube, and it's really uh, a great way to get your content out there. Um, you can be on Facebook for free ninety nine and get your content out there. So that's another platform that's really great, and it doesn't take a lot. Like I've seen people do amazing things with an iPad and an iPhone, like things that you already have. And so get you a couple of people with iPhones and take it from different angles, right? If you don't have enough for a camera, get enough of these young people out here and let them um, be at different angles with you. And and because we're in the point where um, you don't have to be live. You can be simulated live. I mean, I can record it on a Saturday, right? Yeah. Because nobody's coming. And then I can give it to one of the young people to, to edit it. Mm -hmm. All type of free programs. Put the lower thirds on there where it looks like, you know, you can sing along with us. Put the little graphics on there. They could do that. You know, the young people are looking, we're looking for ways to get young people involved. Put the technology in their hands. So, you know, tape it on a Saturday and then stream it on YouTube on um, Sunday or Facebook because you're just posting it at that time. And stimulated means they have it where it looks like it's live. Then get you a couple of young people and chat. You know, mm -hmm. get the ministers and elders who are home and say, hey, I need you to be on YouTube at whatever time your service is and comment in the sections and make sure so that the people feel connected with it. Wow. Those are just simple things that you can do to be online as you're learning to advance and grow. So so ask young people who know what they're doing. You know, Sabrina, when I first uh, really jumped into children's ministry from a different, you know, I served in churches for years. Uh -huh. crossed over to a different platform and I used to do little videos. It was my goddaughter 
who was so amazing at creating these funny little skits. You are so right. She dropped in everything that I need. I'm like, oh my goodness, how are you doing this? And it's so funny because they do it so much faster than us, right? <laughs> but we're figuring out, okay, let me see. Absolutely. <laughs> like, it's super easy. They're just moving their hands. Yeah, yeah. So I say do it. And, and what I want to do is bring it kind of back to children's ministry. If we really invested in children's ministry, we would have been ready for this season mm -hmm. because children's ministry should already have the technology of today, right? You should already have the technology that children are using today in your children's ministry, like because you're investing into that generation. Well, if you had that, then you would already be prepared for this storm for the adults. Wow. There you have it, you guys. <laughs> So you're saying that this is a wake-up call season? It is a wake-up call. Yes, ma'am. That, that is so funny. Sabrina, you mentioned that because I have a book here called Children's Ministry Wake-Up Call. Yes. Plan this. <laughs> and it is. It's a season where we need to wake up. Allow this season. Get out of the corner. Stop crying about what's different, how everything is changing. Listen, everything has changed. Everything I tell people that, oh my goodness, I tell people that all the time, everything has changed. Use this as a season to open up your eyes, to wake you up to the things that weren't together before and get those things in place. Sabrina, you are amazing. Who are you? Thank you so much for being here with us today. Hey, oh, don't leave. Don't leave. Tell us, you've got so much stuff going on. <laughs> I do. Leave without telling us how we can follow you. Uh, didn't you have a book? Like, tell us what we can do to get information when it comes to, because you are offering so many resources when it comes to digital technology and crossing over into that world. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, you can follow me on my regular page, Sabrina L. Williams, but I just created an e-pastor page because I am getting on a lot of pastors who are asking me different stuff about websites, social media platforms. So I created this e-pastor Sabrina L. Williams Facebook page, and that page is strictly just podcasting on digital platforms, how to grow. Sabrina L. Williams, I have a lot of different content. I have that Coffee with Christ. I have different stuff about children's ministry, and I had to revamp my book. Because my book is called Engage, so it will be coming out soon, but the coronavirus made me feel like I had to add a little bit more content in there for people, but at this time, you guys should really be um, wanting to be engaged, so if you go to my Facebook page, you will find out when it's coming out. Yay, awesome! Sabrina, you are amazing. Thank you so much for being with us. Come Thank back. You. I will. Hang out. Say hi. I never met Ryan, so hi, Ryan. I know you're going <laughs> to you can from what she sees, she sees Ryan's face. Hi, Ryan. We miss you, Ryan. We love Esther too. Yes, Sabrina. All right, you guys. There you have it. Transparency. Oh my goodness. I hope you've gotten filled up by Dale and Sabrina. Two amazing leaders, you guys, who live on the planet on my globe somewhere because Global Kidman Day is coming up. And if you wanna know how to lead well, if you wanna know, guys, listen, Global Kidman Day is not
just for children's ministry leaders or those with the title of children's ministry director or children's pastor or whatever. It is for everybody. It's for children's ministry workers. I don't care if you are greeting at the door. I don't care if you are rocking babies in the nursery. Every, every role is important. It is the children's ministry workers who are the lifeblood. They are the ambassadors for Christ leading the children's ministry department. This training is for all of us. It is for everybody. It's for me. It's for you, regardless of what your role is. Hey, if you are in ministry and you are trying to start up a children's ministry and you're not even there yet, sign up for Global Kidman Day. Learn those skills so that you can take your church to the next level. Okay, so I'm going to introduce our next guest because he's my buddy, Kevin Atkins. Come on up here. Hey, guys, I am Kevin. What is up, man? You're on mute. I think you're muted. I can't hear you. All right, good. Oh, my goodness, Kevin. Okay, so you guys, I have to tell you about Kevin Atkins, my buddy, children's pastor of Life Church Huntsville. That's <laughs> right. Me and Kevin have this big joke because I, I go to Life Church Huntsville. I serve under Kevin Atkins. <laughs> so I'm so excited that he's here. It's so funny because we have a big joke because sometimes we just switch roles and people will print that on flyers. CJ Children's Pastor <laughs> and Life Church Huntsville. We are here today on the Daily Coffee Chat to say that's not true. <laughs> Kevin brought his coffee, you guys. He's ready. You see that's that? Right. That's right. So Kevin, I am so excited that you are here. Of course, excited to be serving under such a dynamic leader in children's ministry. You guys, if you don't know Kevin, he is definitely a veteran in children's ministry. Look at his beard. You know, it's white. That's right. I'm, this means I'm old, right? <laughs> it's the sign of every veteran. That's right. White hair all over. But Kevin, oh my goodness. Thank you for coming on. Kevin, how has it been going? Oh my goodness. You are a children's ministry leader. Yes. What's been going on? How has this season rocked your boat? <laughs> well, yeah, definitely rocked the boat a little bit. Um, it's, it's been challenging, but, you know, obviously with, with God's help, we've, we've done, we, we're trying to do our best. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, like you mentioned about having the rug put out from under you, you know, and, and what was tough for us was right before the pandemic, we were probably at our highest peak in, in Kidman as far as, you know, our, our team size, uh, kids coming to, to our church and family, new families coming. And, you know, just when you think you're, you're there, I mean, just when you think you're, you're right in God's will and, and God is using you and right when you think you got it all figured out, God reminds us that he's in control. And so, uh, you know, with that, we have to just, you know, when you're throwing a curveball, you adjust your swing. So we're, we're trying to adjust our swing right now. Kevin, I missed you so much, you and Tracy. I missed you guys with everything happened, everything changed. I was so sad. Yeah, that was tough. I'm excited that you are here. So Kevin, I wanna ask you a few questions because we're in a season where we have been completely forced to adapt. Right. 
never before. We've talked about it already. Churches who didn't have this or this wasn't functioning well. These are the churches that are losing and are wrangling to get things going. So talk to us a little bit about how important it is to be adaptable in children's ministry. Yeah, definitely. Well, I will say this. If you weren't adaptable before, you're probably adaptable now. Okay, so uh, the seasons had a way of, of, of making us and forcing us to be a certain way. You know, I'm just also, I'm always reminded, you know, of, of 2 Timothy 4, 4, 2, where we're supposed to be in season and out of season. You know, it says preach the word, you know, in season and out of season. So, you know, we always say that verse and we know that verse, but now we're having to live that verse. And, you know, we have to understand that we have to be ready for anything. And as we all know, right now, everything is changing daily and weekly. You know, just when you think you've adjusted and you've adapted and you think you have a hold on it, you don't. Mm. I mean, the, the moment you think you have a plan in place, you don't. Because something else comes out, something new comes out that we're having to change or do this or there's guidelines changing for the community, for the city and all this kind of stuff. So, you know, what is having to, to change? But this is one thing that I've kind of always uh, taught other kidney leaders. I have a whole workshop on this, and, and that is about keeping your shepherd's bag full. You know, when you think to uh, look, young David, when he fought the giant, you know, the Bible tells us that he actually had five stones in his bag, but he only used one stone to kill the giant. But he had four other stones left, and I think as kidney leaders, we have to be sure that we keep our shepherd's bag full and that we're not just depending on one method, that we can't depend on one method to be the, the do-all for everything, that we have to have a bag full of methods. We have to have a bag full of just a lot of strategies and, and you know, what ifs, to be honest. We have a bag of what ifs. You know, what if this happens? What if this happens? And and I'm not saying that when this happened, my bag was completely full. I'm not saying at all. I'm just saying that, you know, we have to always, like David, he had five stones because, honestly, he didn't know how many it was going to take to kill the giant. He yeah. picked up five, but because of, because of God's help, it only took one. And so we just have to keep our shepherds back full. As shepherd of your kids, of your families, uh, it is up to us to, to always have a bag full of plans and to have a bag full of strategies, because especially now, you know, uh, if we've learned anything in this season is that we need to have a bag of ideas ready to go because, you know, tomorrow could throw us a big curveball. Next week could throw another curveball. And if we're just reliant on one method and yeah. if we're just reliant on one stone in our bag, uh, we may not be killing giants. Uh, you know, the giant might be getting us. And so we just have to be sure that we're prepared and that we're adaptable. And listen, I, I don't think nobody has all the answers. You know, I've been listening to all these school board meetings coming out with school plans. And you know what? They don't, they don't even have the answer. You know, they're trying to put something out forward. But, you know, I'm not saying that we all have a perfect plan and the perfect answer. But we just have to be moldable and, and adaptable to, to just to sit down and to, to be honest, we got to have some tough conversations yeah. you know, with people and, you know, just kind of navigate the best we can and uh, 
just keep our shepherds back full and just, you know, be prepared for every season that, that we come to with God's help through prayer, uh, staying in the word and just letting God speak to us. Awesome. Hey, if you guys know Kevin, his shepherd's bag is always full. So like <laughs> when I have events and I need help, I go to Kevin Atkins. Hey, what you got back here in this shepherd's bag? I can <laughs> go and take with me. <laughs> so I love it. You guys, Kevin's like my number one resource if you guys want to know what <laughs> secrets and children's ministry. Oh my goodness, so good. I'm always in awe of how you guys keep it going in children's ministry and you constantly have things coming. If Hey, if you guys don't know, so Kevin is at a Pentecostal church and if you are at a Pentecostal church and the spirit of God comes in, that extends children's ministry just a bit. <laughs> so it's definitely important to keep that back yes. full. Absolutely, for real. At Life Church Huntsville. Yes, Kevin, I love it. I love it. So everything, you're talking about it already. You kind of crossed into it. Everything is is changing, right? Everything is changing. We're seeing it. Everything has changed, right? Tell me about some things. Just talk to us a little bit about things that you've seen that has changed, things that you think is never going to go back the same. You know, I see people writing about this. They're posting about, I can't wait for things to go back to normal. I can't wait to return to this. But talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely. You, you said it right. I mean, things is not only changing, but they already have changed. And so we're kind of like seeing things now in the rearview mirror, you know. And so rather than looking forward, we're, we're kind of catching ourselves looking backwards now because like things have changed. And what happens is sometimes we're being reactive instead of proactive. Mm -hmm. And so we have to do better of, of being proactive, especially knowing what the season may hold in the future. Um, you know, we know that it's not going to be the same. So I think all kidney leaders now should be at the table being proactive. And we know that probably this is going to come. Uh, probably this is going to come based on what we've already experienced, you know, in this, in this past, you know, six months or whatever. Um, you know, we may experience that again. And if we do, how can we be better? Like right now, for example, our church, we're back on campus and meeting in person. Um, but, you know, what if we have to go back online? You know, what, what if we have to go back? And if we have to go back, you know, we got to sit down and decide what can we do better next time that we didn't do last time, you know? And, you know, obviously, you know, I guess the buzzword now is virtual, you know, because everything is, you know, going virtual. Yeah. And, you know, that's probably, and I'm just being transparent, you know, uh, that's probably one of our weakest, in, in our, not our church, our church puts out excellent, but our church puts out an excellent online platform. Uh, it's, it's very, very good. But we have one media guy on our campus, and he's committed to all that. So uh, for myself, you know, it's on me. So one thing in this season, and I would challenge all kidney leaders, is that this is a good time to learn a new skill. Because, you know, uh, for example, for me, I, I'm having to teach myself, me and YouTube are teaching myself how to edit videos, because I know that I can't bombard our media pastor with all of my ideas and do a whole nother platform. So I'm trying to teach myself how to do it the best I can and use my back to our youth, back, use my son to help me do some editing. Okay. Uh, so, you know, we, we need to, as, as it changes, 
we have to learn a new skill. Don't be afraid to go out and learn something new during this, during this season because, you know, when these curveballs come again and whenever something happens, we got to be better prepared next time. So I'm learning a new skill, you know, trying to get our kid men to be, uh, to have an on-demand, you know, to record all our kid men, all of our uh, services to put on demand so our parents can go back and watch those. Uh, you know, those are big undertakings, you know, and so, um, you know, just trying to do better with that, you know, change your methods, you know, we have to change methods, obviously, uh, especially going virtual, you know, we have to understand. And, and again, you know, we're learning, especially our, our young kids, our live kids, junior kids, you know, they're not coming back yet. So last night, uh, we launched a new virtual platform that my wife is doing, you know, a pajama party online with our, our life, with our little ones. That's, you know, toddler and preschool, you know, they get pajamas and, and she reads a bedtime story to them, you know, and, and talks to them. And, and that went great last night. And so, you know, we're just trying to find ways to reach the little ones because, you know, parents aren't bringing those back parties as quick. You know, yeah. we're having a good response in our older kids, but our young ones are, are still home. And so we just have to change our methods and we just have to, you know, we have to minister to people where they are, yeah. not, not where we think they should be. All right. And so we have to just understand as leaders that we have to minister to people where they are at. And we can't have this high expectation of where we think the world should be because that's not reality. The reality is that every family is different and every family is, is navigating this season different. And so it's our job as leaders just to, to provide with them, you know, the right method, the right content so they can, you know, navigate with their kids and their family. And hopefully one day we'll all meet back together where we left off, you know. Um, but even if we don't, you know, we just have to keep changing our methods and, and we just have to, you know, keep learning some new skills. You know, don't be afraid to learn something new. Um, and I will say this, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to take criticism through this season, you know, I think as leaders, sometimes we kind of put a little, you know, wall up, you know, you know, about criticism and, yeah. and, you know, we don't know the answer. So, you know, don't be afraid to, to take some ideas and, and, and don't be, a, don't be too big to, to be told that you might have done something wrong yeah. or, or, you know, or how we can adjust and, and, you know, do better. So, you know, that's what I would say on that. Yeah. Criticism is healthy. You guys, yeah. you heard it here. It's good. Right. Make you stronger. Right. <laughs> Not like this has been a season of criticism or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin, I got another question. Truth and love. Truth and love, right? Love, God. <laughs> I would need the heart, but I would do it with my coffee, you guys. So, Kevin, oh my goodness. For children's ministry leaders who are out there, who are listening, I know you are a leader. It has been bananas in this season. What's your plan? and getting your team to embrace change, okay? How do you convert? Because it's great. We know this stuff as leaders, right? How right. do you convert that thinking over to your team? Right, great, great question. The first thing I would say on that is uh, make it personal. Mm -hmm. I think more than ever before, we have to make it so much more personal with our teams. Um, I think more one-on-one -on -one time you know, sharing vision, you know, um, doing some things individually, you know, uh, like for example, uh, at our church, you know, and, and this is inside info efforts, this is inside info efforts, so you can't share this, but 
uh, next week, we will be mailing out to our team members, you know, $10 Chick-fil-A cards. Uh, just to let them know, because we've been meeting back for, you know, since May 17th. So they've been, and I can say, honestly, uh, our team has been amazing. Okay. Uh, we've had, most of our team has been back serving, you know, they're, they're with guidelines, they're cleaning, they're doing a great job. And so I have no complaints. Uh, so we just want to appreciate them and let them know, for one, that they're still needed. Because, you know, taking, taking two months off, you know, sometimes people think, oh, hey, you know, we're good. And so we need to, to know that they're still a big deal mm-hmm. and that they are still needed. And, you know, so we just have to make it personal for sure. You know, uh, keep sharing vision. That vision might have, the vision might have modified or changed in the last few months. So if your vision has changed, if it's different now, you've got to share that with your team. Your team wants to be on a team that has a place to go. It's like I always say, no one wants to jump on a sinking ship. And if you're, if you're in a season and your ship is sinking, don't expect a lot of volunteers to hop on because you and I wouldn't do it. We wouldn't jump on a ship that was sinking. So we have to uh, lead from a position of strength oh. and, not, and not fear. So being, we're being wise. We have to use wisdom. But at the same time, we have to, to navigate and we got to push through from a position of strength. And so when your leaders know that, hey, our leader, you know, we're, we're pushing through and, and we're navigating with wisdom, obviously, and not being careless, you know, that they're willing to serve because they believe in you and they trust you. And I've been here almost 10 years. So it goes to another chat one day about longevity ministry, you know, how, you know, how being somewhere for a long time pays off because people trust you and, and you've been their leader for a long time. And so that and so that they trust you in that. You know, give the leaders ownership. You know, they want to have ownership in what and what we're doing next. You know, and so, you know, and like I was sharing with Esther earlier, you know, I think the conflict right now with the kid pastor and the volunteer teams. And when I say volunteer teams, I mean people who don't get paid to come serve. Okay, so people who are volunteers. You know, before the pandemic, you know, the teams were very driven. Everything was great. You know, it was like just high energy. But now the pandemic. The pastor, as a leader, now we have this burden to work harder. Yeah. And we have a burden. We have the pressure to work more, to work more, and to work hard. Whereas sometimes our team members feel like, you know, it's it's a little relaxed now, and so it's kind of a conflict. Now, when I speak of my team, know this: I don't speak of Esther because let, let me tell you about Esther. A couple a couple of weeks ago, this girl drove back from Ohio just to come serve and kid me because she was on a schedule. All right. So that is, that is commitment. That is, that is being driven. That is, that is being committed to your ministry. And so, you know, we don't expect her to do that. Uh, I told her, if she would just called me, we'd have worked them out. But because she understands that in this season, this is the last time that people should be bailing the ship. Okay. That people should be sitting back and not serving. Thinking that in a corner, Kevin. <laughs> you know, uh, instead of thinking that, hey, the staff guys got it under control, we're just doing a lot of stuff. You know, we need volunteers now more than ever, I think. You know, uh, it needs to be a solid front, you know, moving together as one team and not just one guy or one woman doing it. Okay. Yeah. You know, so I just think, you know, being transparent, and I'll, I'll watch this verse and I'll stop and I'll, I'll be quiet. But in Colossians 4 6, you know, let your conversation always be full of grace, seasoned with salt 
So you may answer, know how to answer everyone. And I just think we just got to have some graceful conversations with our team. But I like what the Bible says when it says season with salt. You know what? Even with volunteers, sometimes we might need to be a little salty. You know, now my wife, she has to keep me, she has to be sure that I'm good on that because she, she keeps me in check. But, you know, um, we just, we didn't know that what our team does is important yeah. and that they're a big deal and that they are a huge piece of the puzzle. And that if this puzzle piece is missing, it cripples the ministry. And, you know, we just want our team to know that, hey, we still need you, you know. And now, now obviously, our older team members who are at high risk, we don't expect them to come serve. I mean, we are very gracious on that. We understand that. Yeah. And families that have small kids, we, you know, we've got some families stay home and we respect that. And I, I want you to stay home. Uh, but, you know, the ones who are, who are good and who are willing to come serve, you know, we want to know that we still need you. Yeah. We still need you. Yeah. And God honors that when yes. you come and we serve because we don't just do it. And children's ministry, you guys, we, we, we're ambassadors for Christ and bring right. little ones to him. Our role is so much bigger than the four walls of the church that we're in or the right. ministry pastor or leader who's leading. It's so much bigger than that. So I love all of that. Kevin, thank you so much for hanging out with us at the Daily Coffee Chat. Thank you for the invite. Come back. <laughs> hey, you guys, this has just been such an incredible time today. I don't know about you. I have definitely gotten filled up. Hey, before we get out of here, you guys, hey, children's ministry, wake up call. Guys, the season is here. It's time to wake up. And guess what? If you get this book off of my website, www.childheart83.com, you will get a free $10 gift card to shop and run. Now, guys, it's so, this is so much bigger than mine. The Kids Matter store, where so many amazing leaders have offered resources to help us to navigate through this season and beyond, you guys. $10 gift card. It's amazing. It's a steal, okay? And this book is a steal, okay? So get it, all right? It's awesome. Hey, you guys, don't forget Global Kidman Day. If you haven't registered, make sure that you sign up for that. You will not regret it. And I can't wait for later this month, me and Ryan are doing a webinar. You can also register for that on my page about being an adaptable leader. That's what it's all about in this season. And I'm going to squeeze those nuggets out of Ryan and transparency. And it is going to be an amazing time together. So don't miss it, you guys. This has been an amazing day, daily coffee chat for today. Don't forget to come back tomorrow. You guys make it an incredible day. This episode of the Ryan Frank podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe for more productivity and life hacks to help you stay on the leading edge. And if you like what you heard, please rate this podcast with five stars. Thanks so much and talk to you next time.